Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, then, if you're not going to, then let's jump right on in. Okay. Um, and that's what we're going to do this time. No? Yeah, sure. You roll your eyes at me. They can't see it, but you're rolling your eyes at me. No. I can see it. You did? I just looked up. Okay. All right. They happen to right. look like they were going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Anyway. Hi, guys. Hello, everybody. It's been a long time. I don't actually know when the last time we recorded. About two months. I Holy shiitake yep. mushrooms. Wow, guys. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Sorry. Uh, we had a couple things fall through and we're parents. So, you know. Yeah. It's it's a little crazy. We're trying. I promise. So, so. for those of you who don't know, that is Ellie. Um, well, why don't we introduce uh, everything, by the way? <laughs> um, you don't need an introduction. I get it. Can you just lay down and chill, please? <laughs> anyway, that might be weird, but uh, hopefully nobody knows this. Anyway, um, welcome to the Dark Arts of Conversation. We're your hosts. Jer. Danny. The Baker. And the Witch. Jesus, I feel like we haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> I know, time. I was like, it feels oh a little rusty. <laughs> Sorry guys, just yeah, like, that us, might please. be cringeworthy, so just wow. fast forward into three minutes and then start the episode. What are they going to do with the other minute and a half? We haven't done anything with it, but okay. okay. We'll yeah, be farther yeah. in. It's fine. Sure, sure. You know what? Yeah, just skip halfway. It's cool. You're not going to miss anything. Um, but yeah, let's do a check-in. How are you? I'm okay. I'm definitely a little depressed. Um, um, It's been really slow, and our last event did not go well, and that really stank. And having people walk by your table and say that it, our signage was scary and that it seemed like a scary thing did not help. Well, I know that we're going to get that, but damn, like that put a damper on just me. Yeah. Why don't you um, stop and like talk to us and then we'll tell you what it means. Right. But um, anyway, sorry to interrupt. But I guess anything associated to the word dark is scary. So. It is what it is, but um, that means they didn't sell many things, which is kind of nice because the next event we have, that means I don't have to do crazy production work for it, mm-hmm. but it also feels weird taking this time to be chill and not preparing for the next event. Um, so it's exciting and not at the same time. There were a few positive things you did read for the first time. Oh my God. Yeah. I got to cool. read an event. Which is cool. For the first time. That was super nice. Uh, got some good feedback. Got some interesting feedback. <laughs> made, a, made a few connections, sold some shirts, and saw somebody for the first time ever wear a shirt in public. That was that pretty was cool. That was pretty cool. So There were pluses to some it. Some pluses. Do they outweigh the disaster Dramag- that I feel like? Dramatic. Dramagic. I like that, Dramagic. actually. You should, that, that needs to become a thing now. Dramagic. Um... Stuff people said while walking by our booth. No, not really, but you know. Yeah, it was not fun. That no, was a long eight hours. It was hours a very long. long day for it to just feel so. kind of. It's like going to school and you go <laughs> to the lunchroom and everybody has friends and you're like that odd person out and nobody wants to sit with you. And you're like, cool, this is what the next years of schooling will look like for me. It was that, and it sucked. And we were at a metaphysical wellness event, so it was quite shocking for that to be, honestly, um, how that went. Definitely weird for yeah. a wellness thing, but yeah. some of the other vendors, I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't know what people look for in wellness anymore, but. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Ugh. So that was hard. And uh, I think because I'm not in production mode and work has been kind of slow, um, it's given me a lot of time to take slow time, but I've had some serious like life altering events happen. Um, So and that's been kind of hard to deal with as well. I've been pretty quiet on a lot of my platforms lately. So so bad. Yeah, just I would agree. You know, just taking the time to breathe and work through sadness and work through grieving and things like that. What about you? How are you? I'm just here, man. 
I kind of feel like I've just been here for like the last couple of weeks. It's been kind of odd, I guess. I don't know a better way to put it. To your point, there's been a lot of things that have happened and um, not fun, really, in all honesty. A lot of a lot of grief, a lot of trying to work through it and get back to some semblance of something. So I don't think I'm depressed, but I'm starting to question that in all honesty, in the last few days. Um, but yeah, I'm neutral right now, I guess. But it's definitely been a lot to handle in a uh, short amount of time, I guess. It's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. I'm really questioning what's going to, what the future looks like now. Yeah. Things are going to get rocky. There's a lot of surprises coming, you guys. So stay tuned for future episodes. Yeah, let's get there first. <laughs> um, but yeah, so man, that event sucked. Anyway, I know we have a better one coming up that was good last time, so that's something to look forward to. We saw somebody in our shirt for the first time. Who's somebody we don't know? Who stopped yeah. by, bought a shirt, super super cool. Sold two, got the message out a little bit. That was great, but. Yeah. And I uh, got to read at my first event, rough. which was cool. Otherwise. It was it was otherwise. hard, but it was fun. So quite but enjoyable. Do, yeah. Those small aspects. Watching you read was cool. I kind of took the table for a little bit and felt pretty good for the first time. But I guess that's ending event three. Right. Yeah, that's so ending event three. We don't have as many coming up, which I guess is good and bad. Um I'm just taking it easy. So yeah. Yeah, definitely realize it's time to start explaining what the dark arts of is. So I have written a draft of that. I need you to read that at some point. This is I don't know why I'm telling everybody this right now because eventually it'll show up on the website. But this is more me reminding you. Um, but yeah, uh, so I'm just kind of here. I don't know better way to put it. Now work is going to pick up, and that feels really strange. It sounds cool. Sounds fun, I guess. But, you know, it's about triple the amount of work I had been doing. So strange for a little while. Um, But yeah, so uh, what are we talking about today? Since this is one of those life events that we (laughs) are having to deal with. A loss of a pet. Yeah. Our, uh, Our little girl cat died, unfortunately. She was... 15 and decided um it was time um so yeah obviously we're dealing with a heavy subject on this one loss of a pet so if you're out there and you have lost a pet this may be difficult if you haven't still maybe i don't know um so you know warning ahead that this might not be the most happy upbeat conversation but again that's what we're here for so those difficult ones that challenge people so um yeah it was rough she had to do it in a dramatic style unfortunately and that kind of made it all all the worse like i was kind of expecting one day to kind of just go upstairs and find her curled up and gone and that was gonna be sad well yeah she was getting old and that was the big thing is we knew it was coming and you know, old, old animals, you're like, yeah, it'll, it'll just happen. It'll be okay. And that's just not, that wasn't at all what happened. What happened at all? Um, God, it sucked. <laughs> Am I ready for this episode? I don't know, but we're going to go with it. Yeah, sure. Um, so we had come home and we were hanging out in the car cause, uh, our daughter was asleep and, Don't ever try and move a sleeping child out of a car unless it's really like actually bedtime because they'll wake up and then you have a who knows? I don't know. It's hit or miss as to whether or not they're happy or not. So don't don't do that. Just sit there and hang. So we did that. She woke up. Um, We came inside. And. Maud, the cat is pretty good at like. Oh, you're home. Yeah, cool. I'm going to come say hi. And it's really cool. It's really enjoyable. It's, It's fun but something happened and i don't we don't really know what happened um i heard a loud commotion i heard her 
growl, which is not something she's known to do. And uh, the stairs that go upstairs go up and then they hit a landing and then they go up again. And I found her on that landing. And that means the commotion I heard was her falling down the stairs. Um, She wasn't moving. She was in very bad shape already. And I heard her fall down the stairs. So that means it had been 15 seconds, maybe by the time I was like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? Um, yeah, it sounded pretty, pretty bad. Um, so just kind of found her there and we, uh, kind of yelled at each other a little bit, unfortunately, like you do in stressful situations. Cause I didn't have it in me to pick her up cause I thought I was going to hurt her and I was not really sure what was going on. So you thankfully ran over and grabbed her and we all climbed right back into the car and sped over to the vet and the vet's no more than five minutes away. And, uh, didn't have a happy ending, unfortunately. Um, she probably passed before we even got into the vet's office. Um, so, a lot of awful stuff in a very short period of time. So, unfortunately, on this podcast or any of the conference calls that you may be on in the future, there isn't going to be her little meow anymore. And... I miss that for sure already. Um, yeah, it sucks. It's, it's quieter in the house. It's so quiet. I don't think I've, um, I've lost a lot of cats in the past <laughs> and um, I've had a lot of animals, but I don't. There's something different about having your first animal that is not your family's and that is yours and you pay for the visits and there's something way different about your own pet versus a family pet because a family pet sometimes falls on everybody else's responsibility versus it's just you like if you forget to feed the cat that fucking cat is starving (laughs) yeah we we would do that on accident but She's good about it. Uh, so it's just, um, you know, I she was probably the first animal besides Ellie who, you know, went through our whole pregnancy with me and us and then basically took care of Ophelia every night. And that, uh, that's. Uh, that was bad. The first night where she wasn't up there in the room because she used to just go and. Sit up in the room and lay in the room at night when O would go to bed before we went to bed. And she would watch over her for the first few hours until really hard. We were ready to come up. Sometimes she'd come down. Sometimes. But she would start up there for sure. (laughs) When we put O down, she would definitely start up there and just hang out either on the bed or next to next to her bed. And it was nice knowing she was there and it was super quiet that first night it It was quite noticeable i was not the silence was deafening for days you know honestly and if i stop and think about it it's it's there still and that sucks a lot i try not to stop and think about it too much to be honest um because it hasn't been three weeks maybe maybe three weeks maybe two i don't know it hasn't been that long. Let's put it that way. Um, it would have been far nicer to found to find her curled up. It's only like been two weeks. Two weeks. Jesus Christ. Um, time is running very fast right now. Slow, slow at the same, at time. The same time. So it would have been very nice not to have her have gone through that at the end. Um I'm very thankful she made her own decision and we didn't have to do it because I was trying to prepare all the way in that little fast drive that we were going to have to put her down. Um, I'm glad we didn't, but 
that sucked nonetheless because I know you were holding her when it happened. Yeah. It was definitely a weird moment of, I feel like my eyes are tricking me and she looks like she's breathing. And like, I remember getting into the garage and like, she took her last like gasping air and I, you know, her eyes got real big and I'm just sitting there holding her, telling her it's going to be okay. And I could feel her little heart fluttering. And then we hit that light just before. And then I was like, she looks like she's breathing, but she does not feel like she's moving. And I was fine until we got into the office and I had to let her go and give her to the vet tech and explain what was happening. And I could not hold it any longer. I, my, um, what is it? Your fight or flight, my Mm -hmm. flight mode started to kick in. My fear mode started to kick in. I was like, damn it. Okay. I'm out of adrenaline. I'm out of my fight mode because it's no longer my journey after this. Yeah. That shit was hard. Losing a pet is definitely not easy, but I, I don't think I've grieved this hard for an animal before. I don't think I have either. Um, 15 years, man. People used to know her <laughs> on conference calls. They'd be like, is that your cat? Yes. Yes, it is. And she'd show up in the video and all that other stuff. And people would be like, hey, where's your cat? I don't hear your cat. Way back there. And then she'd come saunter in because she would hear me on a call. I'd have to lock her out of the room. Um, it, it's definitely a loss. It's a noticeable one, too. Yeah. People have come over and they said they can feel it, too. Yeah. Because she would always come and greet you. Didn't really matter who you were. Um, she'd just make her way over. She'd come down from wherever she was and come say hi. She's just that kind of cat. And so. Fucking oh, man. That was hard. God, that was bad. Our daughter loves Maud. Like that Maude is not always like touch me with her because she knows that she's little and she has pulley hands sometimes. <laughs> yeah, she's not much of an open-handed <laughs> pet you sort of baby yet. But we went after we went to say goodbye, Ophelia saw Maud and got so excited and was so happy and so ready to touch Maud, but did not understand why Maud was not meowing back or running away from her and her game that she's playing is spelling the word cat at the same time and i'm like oh gosh and so like the first few nights she'd like she does every night runs up the steps and goes looking for the cat and for a couple nights there immediately runs over to our bed looking under the bed trying to see where the cat is and our herds are just fucking breaking watching her trying to understand where her best friend is at yeah that was bad and that was hard because that just brought it all back every single time honestly it was hard enough just walking up the stairs the first oh, hell time yeah. step walking definitely was fucking hard having to just like watch that spot that she had been in like it was rough Needless to say, very traumatic passing of our cat. Yeah. Kind of wish she could have done not that. Uh, (laughs) But I'm also really glad that we were here when it happened to be there for her in that time. Right? I mean, I had Maude for 15 years. That's... She she had a friend for, oh my God, yeah. So she had a friend cat when we got them way back in the day in a different life of mine. And the first night we brought them home, we put up a baby gate to keep them in one area. And I swear to God, within like an hour, she climbed over it. And we're like, all right, well, that's what this is going to be, I guess. Um, (laughs) Spider cat. All over the place all the time but again the only place she wanted to be was on you and so i miss that 
even though like there were definitely times where I'm like, no, no, like I can't <laughs> do this right up, now. Dude, like, sorry, uh, go sit at the edge, please, and we'll be cool. Um, yeah, rough. Just like let me heal you, let me love you. Right. Definitely found her in the dryer <laughs> and behind the dryer when she was little. By when the way, when she was little. Not, not as an old lady. So, don't make it sound terrible. That was crazy. We're like, uh, what are you doing and how did you get back here? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's been... I don't know. It's been noticeable. And it's bad. And I don't think I've dealt with it. To be honest. I mean, I, I've been to grief before. Got enough loss at this point. I'm really kind of done with losing and grieving so if i can kind of hold off for the next little while that'd be great um so yeah i know it's going to take a while um but for her i guess i'm i'm glad we were here for her when it happened i wish it would not have happened that way Hearing her fall down the steps and seeing her at the bottom not moving was probably far worse than having gone upstairs and just seeing her already gone. So, um, yeah, that's that sucked. I know your family had a hard time with that. I couldn't even go over there and be part of that. My family loved that cat, man. I mean, my family loves animals. They're... That house is fucking Snow White, man. There's always birds and squirrels coming up to the house and chipmunks, man. They love animals, but they really loved Maud. I would always hear. I remember when my dad said he lost Maud. It turns out he just didn't look hard enough. Um, her butt was facing the the entrance way under a bed that is full black. And he's oh. like. She's a black cat, by the way. Was a black cat, by the way. So yeah. If He's you're like, not I lost her. I'm so sorry. I don't know where I she is. And I said, go that. look under the bed again. She turns around her one glowy eye. He's like, oh, I find her. She's fine. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. We'd take her to the vet. And we were just dating. And I was like, great. I have to tell my boyfriend we lost his uh, cat. No, I heard the entire conversation. Don't act like I wasn't aware of what was going on. <laughs> um, but little Miss Meow Meow. Yeah. She liked hiding under beds. That's what she did. That was her get me out of here place. Um, she hated going into the little carrier. Yeah. But then you would get to the vet and then she wouldn't come out. Literally held it upside down and she's clawed out <laughs> inside because she didn't want to come out once. And I'm like, dude, what? And then after that same visit. She didn't want to go back into it. She's and I'm like, like dude, like just pick one. Leave me here. We so have to I can go home. And she would drive me insane on oh drives. Oh, my gosh. She was always so good with me. I don't oh, know. dude. Like, with Ophelia, Ophelia would stick her little hand in there and calm her down. And they would just hang out. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Dude, otherwise, it was just literally a meow every five seconds. <laughs> sure. If you're lucky constantly until you get where you're going oh my god half an hour drive good lord shoot me but <laughs> yeah losing her has been a big uh big loss it's a big hole in this house you can definitely feel it um yeah it sucked it still sucks i don't know why i'm saying it sucked it's still pretty new i guess um I didn't think it would be this hard. In all honesty, well, I didn't think it would be. We this had hard. A, a middle of COVID. We had a scare where we thought we were going to lose her then. And God, that was bad too. Yeah, I don't want to say I forgot about that, but and I think that prepared me mentally for it for when it would happen. But I don't know that I was. I think she also was such a loud quote-unquote, I want to say basically a human in all honesty, but a human-like cat because she was always clawing. You knew there was a cat in the house. You oh, yeah. knew. And so just 
for it to be so silent. And sometimes I feel like I hear her running upstairs mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, it's her neighbors. That's not her. Or the kids outside are like screaming, but it sounds just like a meow. It's just muffled enough through the windows. And I'm like, where's Maude? And I'm yeah. like, oh, oh there's, right. that's not her. It's bad. Those are bad moments, man. It's hard. And I found that other cat toy and I was like, oh, Jesus. I just can't play with this anymore. And now the baby is collecting her cat toys. Yeah. And then pulling them apart. I don't understand. Whatever. Um, But yeah, I mean, part of it is just the real suddenness of it. Um. I've had some sudden losses in my life and I've had a very long drawn out loss in my life. And I got to say that like the suddenness and the traumatic aspect of this one, it was awful. It was awful because even on the way to the vet, like I knew there wasn't going to be anything we could do. I didn't expect her to go that fast, by the way. Like I, I expected the vet to have to come out and be like, okay, here's what's going on. Yada, yada, yada. But when the vet came out and was just like, I'm sorry she passed, it was like, wow, we don't even have the time to make a decision on yeah. what we want to do or, or anything. Um, and we lost it. I, that was, I haven't cried that much in a long time. Yeah. And I don't know that I've ugly cried that loudly in a public place before. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the family behind us who had their golden retriever was like, did not understand what was happening. Like yeah. they, I feel bad because I turned and I saw them in the corner of my and they looked so bewildered of like what just happened uh-huh. to this family. Um, yeah, I saw them a couple of times. I was like, oh shit. I was like, please don't make eye contact. I can't yeah, explain. Yeah, I don't right want to. No, it's fine. So, good lord. I don't even know what else to say. Um, it's definitely the same level of grief as any other loss, and I man didn't expect are, it. Oh, man, animals are—it's a unconditional love for their owner, and reciprocated no matter how crappy the days can be sometimes. And animals really are a big part of your family, your day-to-day routine. Um, That's the worst. I always want to ask you if you fed her or do I need to go check and make sure she has food and water. And I got rid of all of that right away because I knew that would be too hard to have to deal with later. Uh, (laughs) While it's nice to not have crunchy, crunchy of cat litter under your feet when we're doing the laundry, because that's where her cat box was, is in the laundry room. It's, I, I'd give that, I, I'd take that again to have her back for a day. Just say goodbye properly instead of it be some traumatic, terrible, no, she fell down the stairs thing. And oh my God, that was sucky. That was such a suck fest. Was it a good still cat. sucks. She was a good cat, man. She was a really good cat. All the every vet that we ever took her to is like, oh, she looked really nice. <laughs> yeah, she could be a butthole, but like she's, she's pretty good. She's, she's a pretty really nice cat, cat, man. She's she's very lovely. Um, and seldomly wasn't. Like there definitely been times where she. <laughs> well, if the dog was a more close, bad, man. But... I'd be like, yeah. Oh yeah, her and the dog did nah. did not get along. Maybe once in a while when I no. was pregnant, they would be down on the same floor and be okay. Barely. <laughs> but Barely. Man, those two serious princesses could not share space. Well, I mean, she'd had this space for the entirety of it until the dog showed up and the dog's about 20 times her size and she doesn't care. No, I know. She will rip your face open. Definitely one night she... I don't know what happened. I don't know if I rolled over and scared her or if she scared herself, but she must have flown straight up over just a little bit and then landed on my face. And she put a nail right into my upper eyelid. 
and like cut that open and then got me down the neck and I was asleep when it happened. So that pulled me right out of sleep and I was super terrified because I had no idea what was going on. She's hissing and running away. And then it dawned on me and then my face and, and neck start to like burn because it's a cat claw, right? Those ones hurt. Jeez, man. But then there were multiple times where I was just sick or not and she'd just come hang out. and Snuggle. Anytime we had friends over, she'd go sleep with them. Yep. <laughs> Whatever, dude. That's why people liked her so much, though. She'd come downstairs. Hey, hi. Meow, 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 meow. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, cool. Hey, hi, cat. Always wanted to be part of the party. About 95% of the time. Except for when it was a big party. Yeah, too many people and she was out. She's like, if there's an intimate gathering, I will be there. But if it's more than five, Fuck y'all. Yeah, nope. I got a uh, cat thing to do anywhere else but right here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. And her little eyeball. Her little crystal eyeball. She had scratched like first or second night we had her, the other cat that we had. And they had already been together. I guess they were messing around and scratched her right in the eye. And that eye scarred, clouded. And it, honestly, I feel like she could see out of it all the way to the end. I'm sure she could. I to know some she degree. Because she still had very, very good depth perception. So there wasn't anything going on there. But Crystal every, ball the Yeah, dude. Every time I would take her to the vet, they're like, do, do you, you see know? your cat's eye? Dude, <laughs> do you guys not write this shit down? Like, I have brought this cat to this vet, I don't know, 30 times at this point. And every one of you asked me this. Like, I don't know. The cat's 10 years old at this point. We've yeah. been coming here for oh my forever, God. guys. What, what do you mean? What's wrong with her eye? It was fine when I brought her in. That's what I wanted to do at one point because I was so over it. Yeah, dude. I know it. Uh, do you think she can see out of text it? Shit yeah, themselves. I think she's fine. Uh, she's she's cool. Lord. Yes. I know her eye. It, have you looked at this eye, man? Right. Like, I know there's something wrong with it. I don't think she ever clawed me at all. Oh, She's never clawed or you. bit me. I think maybe the. Oh my God, she bit me all the time. No, she definitely bit your feet a couple times because you would tell me about it. On accident. It wasn't. Uh, in- right. She, no. Okay. Literally, like what I'll do is she would sleep next to my feet and then I would accidentally move and startle her and she'd go. Pah! And it wasn't like it, it wasn't like a, I'm playing with you. I'm going to scratch you like she wouldn't do that to me mm. but it was there was maybe she accidentally did it once or twice in bed but she never really intentionally did it with malice to get me get back at me for anything i wouldn't say she was rude about it <laughs> she didn't like clamp no when she would bite but she would just go i'm here like stop leave, <laughs> leave me alone like i'm trying to lay right here where you don't want me to lay because oh, it's man. making you anxious and uncomfortable. So big, she'd like come up and sit on top of it yeah. like it was her hill. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> You're like, hey, there's something in here. There's you, a like, small not? child in here. I get it, but <laughs> could you just like step off of it? And then we brought O home, and she came over and like would hang out constantly all the time, especially right under her, her little yeah. bassinet. She'd like sleep under yep. it. She's like, oh, you guys made me a new bed. There's something inside up yeah. up, up above me, but I'll stay. And she took over one of the cat, uh, one of the baby toys that our friend gave us. She literally claimed it as her own. Oh my god, that playmat! She loved it, loved it. We would hear it like at night, and that was terrifying because we're like, "Wait, what? What the fuck is that thing?" And you know, she's just down there, like playing with it, playing with it, and like running through it and stuff. Like that cat had insane energy until the day she died oh my god it was she was like a freaking horse man sounded like a tiny horse running around upstairs taking off tracks yeah right oh she's doing laps and the races are off so good so funny and she was so good with oh oh my gosh even knowing that she was gonna lose clumps of hair now she would definitely take like Big circles around her. She's like, nah, dude, I'm not doing this today. Too close. I'll let you look at me. Yeah. I will. Uh What is it? I will please your eyes with my fur. Do not fucking touch me. Don't touch me. And then she would like just take off. And and O would just scream. She was so happy. She laughed. laughed so hard. 
She manhandled that cat. Yeah, she hand, uh, Maud handled it pretty well. She did. She pretty, did. Pretty well. Because, like, my parents with Victor, man, she just, like, grabs his scruff in his hair and she puts him to the ground. Like, she manhandles him. Ophelia? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he lets it happen. He doesn't let anybody well, do that he to let him. Anyone else do that. So it's a big deal. I'm like, okay, we're testing some limits. Yeah, a girl's a cat girl. I don't want another one anytime soon. Cat, by the way, I don't want another cat anytime soon because it's just I'm not ready for one. I don't want to replace my. I used to want little girl. Want like animals right after they pass and things like that, and I'm I feel the same way. I'm like I'm in no rush to get another animal. Mm-hmm. I love our dog. I loved our cat. I loved our little family, and it's still our little family. It's just definitely a little sad. It's different. It's a quieter family, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's it's a noticeable loss. It's not the first loss I've had. I had. Rats and those are kind of whatever. They didn't last very long, but it's probably not the same. And I had to take care of some of them because they ended up having babies. And then the mom tried to kill a bunch of them and did successfully some of them and not so successfully the others. So I had to take care of the other ones and bear. Yeah, that was a whole fiasco. But that didn't hit me anywhere near, near this hard. But again, I mean, a rat lives three years, dies of cancer, and you're like, okay. Yeah, well, 15 years and... 15 years is a long time. Small. Through a... a small, tiny panther that roams the house yeah. demanding food and love and... Through a divorce. She's always there. Through a baby. Through a baby. Fights. Yeah. Long nights. Definitely the long nights. Beginning of the baby, she was long somewhat nights, there. Long nights, and he travel work days and it was just me and her in the house yeah she made sure i wasn't lonely or like when i'd come home from like work vacations she'd come up and just hang out with me while you're away i used to love watching her go up to the windowsill and just like she would listen to the garage door open and just watch you leave every morning was really sweet i never got to see any of that that sucks but, well, yeah, we, we'll sweet. Right. <laughs> but like I, that would be the greatest thing is coming in. And even before I opened the door that's inside the garage and enters yeah. into the house, I could hear her. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. Sweet. She knows I'm home and she would run from wherever she was. She'd get up and yeah, until the baby gates went up and then she'd be like, then she got stuck. But she'd still try and come down and say hi. She's like, for sure. Bitches are keeping me locked away. No, we're not. But the kid is trying to do things the kid shouldn't do. Sorry, cat. I get it. Um, But yeah. Yeah, that was, it still sucks constantly, actually. I don't. It's different. It's very it's different. different. Yeah. Instead of having a fam, instead of having a family pet, she felt like more of a pet, which is weird to say. More of a pet, just more. Like I said, just like having a pet as an adult versus like your parents just brought home an animal for y'all to share, and way different. Investing yeah. that time and energy into something like that, like that's a. It's a very different type of love, for sure. I remember the first pets we lost. Uh, when we, my family lived in Las Vegas, and we had built this little. This was back when you could have grass, so I'll tell you how long ago it was. Um, our backyard was grass. Dad had put that in, and we had one corner of the backyard was all desert stuff. We'd gotten all the desert plants, popped them in that corner something cool right to contrast the the grasses here and don't know how i don't i don't recall anymore how we got them because they're endangered by the way so i'm not sure where we got them from but we had two baby desert tortoises and like when i say small i mean they were small they were probably the size of your fist if you closed your fist i mean yeah they were probably that big and we'd feed them lettuce. They'd open their little mouth <laughs> and like chomp it down. It was hilarious. And I'm like, I don't know, six when we did this, seven at the most. And um, 
We had them in a little wooden container because they were so small. They had a little burrow that they could go in. And the plan was to dig out a spot in the in the desert area of the backyard and let them live out there. I don't know what happened, but it definitely came home and they were dead. And I have thoughts about what happened. I believe they were killed by somebody because one of them had a hole in their shell. You know what you don't get normally is a literal hole in the shell and the other one's shell was cracked. So I think somebody was either jealous or whatever and had come over and killed them. And I have an idea who that is, but it doesn't matter. It wasn't our family, by the way. Just for clarity's sake, I believe it was somebody else and we knew. He was jealous of the whole thing. That shit destroyed me. That was my first like loss like ever because it was also my first pet ever and i would feed them like lettuce and watch a little mouse open and it was super fun and you could hold them and they'd pee in your hand and you're like oh gross i'm six i don't know what the hell this is nasty what the hell right <laughs> super fun and we only had like it might have been three weeks at the most and i can remember running upstairs crying and that sucked but I also remember it being that and that was it. And then I never cared about it again. And I think that's because, you know, three weeks, you're also six. You don't have this it's like very different long loss. term different. concept yeah. of loss and death and life and all that stuff. And like, I remember that, though, like that one stuck with me. Not like this, though. Like, this is different. Like I was going to say, paid for my first animal, like all of this stuff for like her. That. But yeah, so but I totally get that. All right, well, what was yours? What was your Mine first? Mine was a cat. I had a tuxedo cat. His name is Fernando. And after my siblings and I are relatively close in age, my older, my oldest and I are like 10 years. And my sister and I are just four, roughly. And my youngest is, we're like two. And so I was starting first grade and I was taking the bus for the first time by myself without my older siblings in um the school and my cat used to walk me to the bus stop and occasionally get on the bus to go to school with me <laughs> and then he'd be at the bus stop when we got off and would walk me back home or like we'd drive places he would follow the car all the way there he wouldn't want to get in the car he would just follow the car and then follow the car home he's very respectful cat he <laughs> and the reason why i said like you know uh mod never really like clawed me is because my sister would always fuck around with Fernando. She'd scare him and like they'd play tag and stuff. And I think she had um she had taunted him and so she he waited for her in the dining room to walk by to claw the shit out of her. Guess who got guess who got the intervened uh whiplash me. He clawed the shit out of my ankle and I remember my dad kicking him out. And he just sat there sad outside the door waiting to come in, meowing in the door. Um, but he, you know, he could not be tamed. He went outside to the bathroom. He would fight other cats. He got really sick. He got leukemia. And he ended up dying. But I don't remember. I don't remember that part. Like, I, I remember finding out about that. And I remember seeing him a couple times after that. And that was it. So he like disappeared. So if I don't you know if he disappeared. I don't know if my parents took him in and you know said mm. that his condition was getting. Worse. I don't know what happened. That was my first loss of an animal. So and I didn't. I was. I don't know. Like so, kindergarten maybe six, yeah, seven, six, seven at the most. And I cried a little. But I didn't, it, it wasn't like this. Yeah. Like I, one day I woke up and he just wasn't home. Yeah. But he was always gone. He was never home anyways. It was like he couldn't have been tamed. But I remember him walking me to the bus stop to the pool. Like, you know, that he was my shadow and my mm -hmm. siblings couldn't take me anywhere. Like he took care of me. And then I've had dogs. Like I had a basset hound and a golden retriever, German shepherd mix. Um, he was a mutt. Clearly. And though those were very traumatic deaths because they were my they were alive when Fernando was around. Mm -hmm. And when they passed, um, everybody had a harder time when they passed. Um Chico, we think, was murdered. 
Um, he's the golden retriever. We found him in our backyard. There's like a fencing line that we don't go past because it's super close to the highway wall or was now that they've no, moved no, it. Yeah. Um, but you could walk back there and it would follow the line of houses in the neighborhood. And we found Chico never like left the yard. Um, and one Halloween, I guess he was barking to go out. My sister let him out. She forgot to bring him back in. And um, we don't know what happened, but there was a, um, mind you, very healthy dog and not super old. And we found him in front of the neighbor's yard where their door was. Um, and the, the people who like checked him out and stuff said that it either... He either had some type of poison in his body that sent his heart to stop. And um, our neighbors were really cruel and really mean and were always yelling at us. And so we just thought it was a little suspicious to find him in their backyard by their gate door. The dog looks like he had been laid there. Like you could tell somebody had dragged him and laid him there. And, um, we never knew what happened. Uh, my sister had a really hard time with that. I'm sure. Uh, that I think forever changed her. I remember it happening, but I don't, don't recall grieving. How old were you? (sighs) Maybe 10, maybe 13. Still is. So, and then the year later, um, his partner had a tumor in his ear and they couldn't, um, we couldn't afford the surgery. So it was just medicines to keep him comfortable. We had somebody babysitting him. If we had to go out for long periods, we all went out and the babysitter left early, which was fine because we were on our way home. Um, and I guess he got out of grandma's living room area. And we found him dead. And the way he, he was so heavy, he was a really big basset hound, over 90 pounds, I want to say. He was big, he was long, and he was heavy. That's a hell of a basset hound, dude, man. 90 pounds? Dude, he was big. Jesus Christ. And, well, that weight only yeah, gets heavier. Only gets heavier. And he was up against the door, and we couldn't understand why we couldn't move the door open. Oh, jeez. So we found him, and that was maybe a couple days to a few weeks after Chico had passed. And I remember crying a little, but that still didn't hit like this one did. And I've had my own personal cats, too. Like, I've had hamsters. I've had fish that I've lost. Okay, real fast. (laughs) Did you get it out of the freezer? It is out of the freezer. Okay. I you know, okay. Hey, you want to go in there? I froze cool, I'll my, my, my fish because I wanted to bury her and give her a Viking funeral, but I just <laughs> didn't. I didn't think you were going to go in there. I was just going to be like, hey. I was pregnant at the time and it kept slipping my mind and she was sitting in the freezer. And we found her. About a week ago, after all of this, and you're like, hey, my fish is still here. I'm like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? That fish had been in the freezer probably at least a year. Yeah. I remember you were sad about that. I I am still sorry that I lost that fish. sad. You wanted something else. I wanted a little pet. So. And... But she wasn't my first fish. I've had two fish. I've yeah. had a ham- small hamster, and some of them I think just died of fear from Victor. Probably. Um, but those honestly did not hit mm-hmm. the way the Mod loss did, of Maud. Yeah. And I don't know if that's you know I went through a life changing event with her. Um, yeah. You know, and two by the way, actually, to be completely honest, because. You know, we started hanging out after our divorces. I mean, you're going to you're going to feel that presence of that cat coming to comfort you constantly. Yeah. So there's that as your life changes and then you eventually move in and now you're there with her all the time. And now she really becomes 
yours, right? And then the whole thing with the pregnancy and then the birth and watching Ophelia grow with her and be way more cognizant, like interested. Like I can remember her attempting Ophelia, that is. I can remember her like <laughs> trying to constantly like move her eyes to see the cat when she couldn't move because she was a baby and then like trying to roll over and like lift her head to see the cat and then eventually crawl after the cat. And then, then Maude was like, no, uh-uh. I'm done. She's moving. It's moving. I'm out. I liked snuggling. Yeah. We're done. No, no, no. Oh, wow. You pulled all my hair out. All right. Yeah. I'm going to keep five feet away from you <laughs> and did 95% of the time. She had her moments where she was super, super nice and let, Oh, do it. I'll and let you touch we me. We would definitely try and like help. Oh, open hand. Don't close it. <laughs> but man, watching her when it brought Maud back in was awful. Dude, she was that's... so happy to see her and be able to touch her. She almost pulled her off the table. Oh my gosh. And I no. was like, no, please don't do that. I can't. Like, I don't have it in me. If you pull my cat off the table right now, please don't do it. Please don't do it. She looked so peaceful. Maude, that is, looked so peaceful. Finally. Which was nice because it was not peaceful for the, like, couple minutes before we got there. No. So at least my final memory of her is that peaceful. Same. Right out. I got to hold her as she went and I'm. Gosh, just holding her, that that was hard, holding her as she went. Like, I've had cats pass away, and, like, they've given them the medication to put them to sleep. But, like, whole different thing, like, guiding your cat downstairs and just saying, it's okay, it's going to be okay, it's all right, I got you, I got you, I promise I got you. Um, That was hard. That was, that was real hard. That was a whole different. I, I couldn't even pick her up. And I, I have picked up O when she is purple and flipped her over and patted her on the back and dealt with all of that. And those are the moments that I froze where I couldn't I do could that for her. not pick up model. See, for so, me. Oh, was- I really hope nothing happens to you in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I I'm sure I've got that one without a problem, but dude, I anytime things happen with though, I freeze. I, I can't I have a hard time. My body like forgets to move when things happen to and with animals, man, my body's like, nope, we gotta do this. Like I immediately can shift gears and I don't know why it is that the moment it's our child, I like I freeze. I I I get stuck and such a weird such it's a hard thing. Yeah, it's it's weird what the body decides is freeze versus flight versus fight, man. I get, I mean, whatever. Go check that episode out. We we did a whole right. one go on on that. I get really bad fight or flight, and there are strange situations. So, yeah. Thank you again for picking her up. Welcome. I do it all over again. I don't want to do it all over again. I don't either, but I would. If I have an option, I really don't want to do that ever again, actually. I'm. No, I. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm just kind of traumatized out, man. It's always some shit. Yeah. It's been a lot. I knew. Okay, I didn't know. Actually, I really always expected I would just come home one day after work and she would be gone or something. I think we both were hoping for that. I was. Oh, if you told me that this was the other way it was going to go. Jesus Christ, man. Why don't you just hang out in this room by yourself forever where you can't fall down the stairs? Okay. Now you live in this room only. But. It would have been hard to. Just find her. Yeah. But God damn, would it have been thousand times easier than hearing her fall down the stairs it was quite hearing all the commotion and loud trying to get to the doctor knowing it wouldn't matter it sounded like somebody had broken into her house it it was it it was very scary for a moment there because i had O in my arms and we both were like uh what the fuck is happening like yeah uh i'm just gonna keep the baby down here i was honestly 
Yeah, honestly, I thought that there was somebody upstairs and she was fighting that person before I'd gotten to the to the actual stairs to to look up. I thought she was actually fighting somebody. And so then I was super concerned as to what the hell was going on. And then when I looked up and I saw her laying at the bottom of the stairs, then the reality really hit that she had something because I heard her run. Yeah. So I don't know if she was running to come see us and tripped on the baby gate or had an incident on the way down or had an incident and was trying to come get us. And then just that made it so she couldn't come down the stairs. I don't. I don't want to know. Because I hate myself if she tripped on that baby gate. And then two days later, I almost tripped down the stairs on that fucking baby gate, by the way. And all I'm looking at is the fucking spot that she ended up on. And I'm like, God damn it. Okay. And she's tripped on it before, by the way. She has tripped on it So before. That was not the first time. I don't know. So I don't want to know. I In any real I'm still surprised way. I haven't dreamt about her or anything like that yet. Yeah, that's strange. I was going to ask you earlier this morning. I haven't. I haven't seen her since she left. Because I dreamt about her, what, two days after? Two days after. And I never dream about her. We got the deepest sleep we've gotten in a long time. I still think that was just exhaustion because I'm not, I'm not sleeping well anymore. Again. I think that's stress now. Probably. But. But it is nice to not wake up at 6 a.m. to clock, clock, clock. Or her like biting my foot because I moved in my own sleep. Like, hey, dude, I didn't ask you to sleep next to my feet and and all that. But like, I miss it. I miss it. I miss it a lot. I don't want to admit it because then it makes it hurt that much more. But I miss it. I miss it a lot. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen her. Haven't heard her. Haven't dreamt of her, which is. It's strange for you. Very strange for me. Very strange for me. Yeah, but I told you she was okay. I know. She was okay. You'll see her soon. But even then, like, I, you know, I normally always get a heads up when animals are ready to pass and they'll tell me and things like that. I got none of that. Mm, Yeah. Nothing. Not even like a, hey, this might be happening. Nothing. I got nothing. And that was. A lot of that is why I think she tripped on the baby gate. And that is for me. And I think that's also part of why this hit. Also a little hard as every animal I've had, I've had dreams about them going about how it's going to go and how it's happened. And they've told me every time before it's happened. And this is the first heads up I didn't have. I didn't get any of that. And I didn't get to see them after. And that, that is a very odd thing for me. I'm very glad they brought her back out and let us say goodbye. They're so respectful, helpful, kind. Really they nice. always have been. Like, I know, like, the vet tech guy taking her there a bunch. He's seen her a bunch. The vet has seen her a decent amount of times. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I know they nice. knew who they, we were yeah, the moment we walked in. Yeah. Like, they were yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Like, even the, the new girl up front, I saw the the vet tech guy come out and he looked at me and he was like, Oh, like he knew it was mod. And I was like, dang it. Yeah. (sighs) I always thought I was going to bury her. And then we didn't. She's sitting on the table right now. We cremated her. I've always buried my cats. I've always had them cremated and put in like a little area. I've uh, like our last cat. Um, we didn't have him cremated. We had to take him home and take him somewhere else to get cremated. Mm-hmm. And um, because we just couldn't afford it. And I was able to do that. Like I was able to carry his little body and things like that home. And You'd already told me that wasn't going to happen. I couldn't do it with Maude. Like Maude is the first animal where I, I, I couldn't look at her. I couldn't look at her after like she came into the room. I was like, I, I can't take her home. I can't bury her. Like I've never felt that way about an animal. I'm pretty good when it comes to animals passing to put away, but 
I think because she was like my first animal that I had as an adult alone that I've shared experiences. So I could not carry her little body. Like that was just like, it was off the table for me. She had a hell of a and that is uh, That is a big fucking deal for me. I was like, mm-mm, I can't. Because we talked about it for a little while. Yeah, because we, we were going to bury her. I was going to bury her. Viking I knew where funeral it up, something. Okay, well, I wasn't going to do a Viking funeral <laughs> to her, by the way. I was going to put her in the ground, and I knew roughly where that was going to be, and I wanted to be able to go and see her. But, like, <sighs> yeah. I don't know, man. Well. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So it's rough. It has been. So if you've lost a pet, we feel for you. A lot. And I'm sorry. So, yeah. I think I'm going to go cry for an hour after this episode because I kind of feel bad again. I miss her a lot. We haven't talked about it much since it happened, so. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I know. So that's kind of why I feel the way I feel. Um, But, yeah. I think that's a so, big it's part. It's a big of part of it. I don't want to admit it. <sighs> well, guys, thanks for coming to hang out while we hash out our grief and how life has been and listening to our memoir of our beautiful little baby panther. Oh, real fast. We did Pretty Litter for a while <clears throat> and I had to go back and like cancel that. They had literally just shipped litter they were very very professional about the whole thing i don't know if you use it i don't know whatever it doesn't matter to all those companies out there that take care of pets that do great things like chewy would send birthday cards they wanted a picture so they could share it internally with their team i thought that was really nice but they also canceled the subscription for me so i didn't have to reset my password and figure out what it was to get in there and do it they were they're really nice so to Chewy and Pretty Litter, thanks. Are you ever going to hear this? Probably not, but thanks anyway. Like, it was very appreciated for the kind words. And to our awesome hospital and vet tech and yes. doctors, thank you. That would be Life Care Pet Hospital. And I don't, are they technically self writing Chantilly? Whatever. Yeah. They're, really, they're literally like five minutes from where we live. So, you guys are amazing. We appreciate yes. you all so much. Thank you for everything you've done so far and pender yes for all the other stuff you guys did when we were in that area but yeah bummer if you have any stories and you want to share them feel free you can reach us at the baker and the witch at the dark arts of.com via email we can be reached at the dark arts of on instagram i'm the i'm the dark arts baker dark arts baker one of those it's fine you'll see me with eeyore you'll get it i am deaf underscore witchy ways if you guys want to check on that we'll have some updated stuff we have a vending event at the end of may um the crossroads market will be posting it um we will also be having another meetup hopefully soon in the month of may if you did not make it to this meetup which is tonight oh we launched meetups finally by the way you can find more info on the website under meetups um so thank you to everybody that's come out so far thank you for the people that are showing up tonight thank you for trusting us on that um that's a big thing for us we've talked about that for yes for a, a while. long time at this point so it's live and ready it, to go nice. so um and yeah. if y'all want to do some yoga and tarot i am doing a workshop with a friend at simon says yoga on the 19th of may and i'll be posting more about it so where is that? Um, I don't even know. Oh. I know it's somewhere near DC. Okay. So if y'all want to come hang out, do some yoga, or come to a vendor event in Manassas, please keep an eye out for our social media. We will be posting about it, and we'll also be posting about our next meetup, whether it's from uh, May or June. At this point, we're gonna kind of vibe it out since. A lot of stuff is going on. So. A lot of stuff is going on, and uh, it'll be our anniversary. Yeah, we'll probably either do it the week before or the week after. So. so but 
The website will have all that info when we get to that spot. And I promise the shop will get up and ready. We've just been so busy doing vendor events and prepping for those. It's hard for me to stay in stock, um, except for this last one. So it's part of why I just haven't um, set up shop just because I haven't been able to keep too much inventory. But um May is our last vending event, which means there will and there should be a shop update online. So if you want any brooms or things like that, you'll actually be able to find them because we'll, we're going to take the summer off to just hang out and do some family vacationing. Yeah. From vending events. From vending events. But, so. Yeah. So meetups, podcasts, those things will continue as we can get the stuff squared away for all of that. Again, meetups, a safe, judgment-free place for you to come talk about how you feel because there's not enough of that out there. Um, Not therapy. We just want to give you a place where you can feel heard and seen. So that's what we're here for. Thanks for listening to our memoir. Sad times. Sad times. Sorry, this wasn't a very happy one. And. I don't think most of them are, by the way, but that's okay. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. We hope y'all have a lovely weekend or whenever you listen to this lovely day. And we will hopefully talk to you sooner than two months. Yes. Again, if you need help, please reach out. There's no shame in it. Um, The suicide hotline, I believe now is 988. Cool. I don't believe you need the 800 number anymore, which is great because I cannot remember it off the top of my head. But That's awesome. uh, yeah, there's now three numbers 988. There's also text and chat. Um, if you Google or any other search engine, they usually pull those up for you right at the top. No shame. Seek help if you need it. That's what we're here to tell you. The more we talk, the more we heal. Bye, guys.